Okay, first of all, thank you guys so much for coming, for coming early. I think it's, a, it's an exciting thing. I don't think it's something that's been in, in London, um, maybe in England, this part of the world. Um, musical halal, that's something that I think we, Be'ez Hashem, if we can get a good core ever together, obviously some of you are not going to be here, Eretz Yisrael, um, but it's something we can do regularly, you know? And I think it's, it's, some, it's, it's something small, because it it's not a huge investment of time. It's not, a, it's not an hour and a half. It's not two hours. It's not a huge thing, and you're doing halal anyway, and usually you're getting up earlier to do halal, let's say. If it's a regular morning, you're going to work, you're going to learn, you're taking your kids, or whatever the, whatever the matzav is. But at the end of the day, um, halal is about really singing. Halal is about really feeling, about pouring out your heart and soul. There are source sheets here if you want to grab one, just for the share. Um, and uh, Be'ez HaShem, I think it's a great way to start the month off on a very, very high level uh, of Ruch Nias and then to take it malo malo. So I'm, I'm looking forward and uh, it means a tremendous amount to me that the Chavar came and hopefully we'll continue to, to participate, Be'ez HaShem. Okay, so let's, let's learn a little bit about Cheshven. We don't have a huge amount of time and we do have a huge amount of things to, to learn. And uh, whatever we're going to do here is Mamish scratching the surface of this month which is an apparently very empty month. There's nothing going on in Cheshven. It's the only month of the entire Jewish year that there's no Yemen Toivim, there's nothing special to look forward to. And it's a bit of a break and it's jolting because coming out of Tishrei, which is the most packed month, it's, uh, it's stark and it's noticeably and visibly bare. Um, but at the same time, those that have the eyes of Panemius to look beyond how things may seem on the surface understand that Adarabba this month is packed with something so gentle and something so sensitive and delicate and deep that Be'ez Hashem with a little digging, you can uncover a tremendous, tremendous, uh, tremendous amount of depth. So to see after the we'll just try to get through this point by point, not going into the huge labyrinth and network of different ideas that are here, but just to try to cover ground and, uh, and, to, and, to, and to reveal and to learn one, one approach and one lane into the, into the depth of Cheshven. Okay, so let's begin with a pasuk in this past week's parsha, parsha's Bereshis, and the pasuk says as follows: a very consequential pasuk because it seems to be, in a certain sense, really describing the purpose of man. The pasuk tells us: all of the growth of the fields before it actually sprouted above ground level, all the grasses of all the various plains before they began to sprout. Nothing had happened yet because Hashem hadn't brought rain. Why? Why had rain not fallen to enable the seeds, or according to some Rishonim, everything had already grown, it just didn't pop up? For what purpose? Says the Pasuk, because there was no human being to work the field, says Rashi. Why had rain not fallen? Because there was no man to work the field, which means that in Makir there was no human consciousness in existence, in creation, to recognize the need of rain. But man comes and he is able to size up the situation and say, listen, <laughs> something is not moving toward productivity. We need to do something. Okay, rain falls. And the seeds are able to take root and push upward toward the heaven and to sprout. So it seems to be there's so much to talk about, even just in this Pasuk, with regard to the connection between tefillah and man. And Am Yisrael and tefillah 
But without getting into the tefillah side of things, it's apparent, just on a Pasha level, from this Rashi, that man is a purpose-oriented creature. He's a person, oh yes, he's a person, he's a being, he's a creature, creation, that's able to come onto the scene and understand that he's there to serve as a channel between the upper world and the lower world, and that it's up to him, really, to make things happen in order to bring the world toward a place of further rectification. That's what we find about man, because there were plenty of cows, but the cows weren't able to play that role in moving the world forward. They were part of the world as is. Man is here to bring about a new world order, really to rectify this place, to make it a place full of godliness, to make it a place that we refer to as a dear betachtonim. That's what we find about this Rashi. We'll get back to this at the end with Hashem's help. What is the month of Cheshvin's root in Tanakh? That all the Chadashim have a place where they are founded in Tanakh without the names that we call them today, which were founded in Babel and brought up there to Israel. They have different names in the Torah. Nisan, it's not, you know, find the word Nisan in the Torah. Right? Chodesh Aviv. All the different months have their reference. So the, 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 the name, the only time that we find the name, we find Cheshven reference, which we'll get to in a minute, but the actual name of what Cheshven used to be is rooted in a Pasuk of Malachim Aleph. And the Pasuk says, very beautiful and also consequential Pasuk, about the culmination of the building of the Beis HaMikdash, Shlomo Melech finishes after the whole parak over there describes everything and the measurements and all the different parts and all the different elements of the base of Mikdash, he finishes, says the Pasuk, in the 11th year, in the month of Bul, it's a strange word that really has no meaning, we'll get to it in a minute, is the 8th month, which from Nisan is Cheshven, Shalom HaMadach finishes the base of Mikdash, the whole Dvar of completely, and took him seven years to build. Says Rashi, Biyarich Bull, Humar Cheshvan. Bull, Beis Vavlam, it is a reference to Cheshvan. What is bull? What, what, is it, what does this word mean? You know what it means in English. What does it mean, Beis Vavlam, what's this month? So there are a few explanations brought in the Yerushalmi. I want to focus on two of them today. Says the Radak, Biyarich Bull, Humar Cheshvan, because it's the eighth month again from Nisan, second month from Tishrei, eighth month from Nisan. Ah, so why is it called bull? Because of the rain, that begin in this month, Indian Mabel. Great to see you. Thanks for coming. Here you go. That the month that rains begin to fall, which is in this month, Tishrei, moving into the winter, but it's also the month that the actual Mabel began in. The passage that we read in this week's parasha calls it the second month, which Rashi also says, according to one shita, that holds that the world was created in Tishrei. So it's also Cheshvin, that the Mabul started in Cheshvin. Mabul is the word Mibul, right? So Bul is a derivative of the word Mabul. Mabul means a shetef, a flow of water that is ultimately destructive. Destructive. Okay, but there's a completely different meaning, says the Malbim, based on a Pasuk in Iyav. The Pasuk in Iyav says, Kibul Harimisulai. We do find this word bull in an actual context, not as the month, but it's a word here. And it's a reference to man. That Kibul Harimisulai. That man puts in work, and then the mountains begin to sprout. It says, it says the Malbim, Bull Kimoi Yivil. What's evil is produce. Evil is produce. So two completely different meanings, not just in terms of the words themselves, mabel and evil, but think about the distinction between them. Mabel is a process that doesn't reach the fruition. It's a, it's, a, it's a destructive overflow of water without any tzimtzum, without any guidance. 
so that nothing is able to be produced from such a flow of water. And not only that, it destroys everything in its path. Yivul also includes mayim falling from the sky, but it's a very specified amount of mayim for a specific purpose that ultimately is able to, to spread produce. Mabel and Yivul. So Ayatachin, how does it make sense that this month, Cheshvin, who's rooted in the word bull, Beis Vavlamid, is able to somehow draw on these contrasting concepts of Mabel, destruction, and Yivul is produce. Just to bring it back home to, to, to Malachim, right, the Targum Yonasan actually says this here, on, on our Pasuk of bull in the 11th month, uh, in the 11th year rather, in the month of bull, says the Targum Yonasan, he, he says this interpretation, which means the month of the collection of grain. Okay, so we have these two contrasting, contrasting things. Says the Sefer Yitzirah, in a very famous Mishnah on Sefer Yitzira, when it goes through all the months and it tells you which things are aligned with these months. Thank you so much for coming. So good to see you. So, so which months are aligned with different concepts in Olam Shana and Nefesh, in space, in time, and in the human identity. Very famous. It says the Sefer Yitzira about Cheshven. Himlich ois nun berecha. HaGadosh Baruch who crowned the letter nun and he connected it to the concept of scent, of smell. The kashaloi keser, and he, and he, and he uh, tied a crown onto it, but sarbu akrav. He bound it to the concept of akrav as a scorpion, or in the constellation of Scorpio, but scorpion. Ba'olam, in the sense of the world. Umar cheshvin bishana. And the month of cheshvin in the framework of the year. So here we have a bunch of concepts. The letter nun, smell, scorpion, and cheshvin. That's the Sefer Yitzhira tells us. How much tire there is just on this one line. We could talk for a thousand years. But the connections between all these things, it's endless. Mamish endless. Laha'ir, just before we go further, to point out, thanks so much for coming. Uh, there are no source sheets today. If you want to look on with somebody. Thanks. Right? So, just to point out, Akrav is rooted in the Nachash. Akrav is mamash rooted in Nachash Akadmoini. It's a scorpion. It stings. It's lowly. The Gemara describes Akrav as being the root of all Shratzim. It's very connected to the concept of Nachash. So let's get into some of the, the details over here. Let's look at the Ois Nun first. We said that Cheshvin is connected to the concept of Bull, Beis Vavlamet. We said that it has two primary roots, Yivul and Mabel. Yivul meaning a process that leads to produce, produce, yivul, and mabel is a destructive flow. But the word bull is cheshvin. Okay, so we have yud bull and mem bull. Putting those two letters together, it's gematria nun. That's the letter nun that's associated with cheshvin. Yud, beis vavlamid, which means produce, that's the productive stream in cheshvin. Then there's mabels, the shetef, is the destructive flow. Things that are not mitzumtsam, things that are not in order, leads to destruction. Mem and yud, just cut those out like I did over, for, over here. Right? The yud and the mem, it's gematria nun together, which the Sefi Yitzir says, nun is connected to the month of Cheshvin. What's the secret of the nun? Says the Gemara in Brachas. Very beautiful Gemara. Amr Rabbi Yechanan, 
Why? We're going to say Ashrei Bez Hashem in a few minutes. We'll see that it's all set up in accordance with the Aleph Bez. There's one letter missing. What's the letter missing? It's Nun. There's no Nun in Ashrei. It's missing. It goes straight from Mem to Samach. Says the Gemara, Oh, It's because the, the letter Nun represents a concept that talks about the downfall of Am Yisrael. Nafla, you have fallen, you shall no longer rise. Knesset Yisrael, Am Yisrael. So it's not a letter that David Amalek wanted to include in praise because it, ref- it represents Nefila. But then the Gemara immediately shifts gear and says, In Ma'arava and Eretz Yisrael, they learned this passage completely differently. Unbelievable. It's like the root of all Hasidish Torah comes from this little line. It's amazing. Mamash reads the Pasuk, Hafuch. Nafla, they read it. Yes, it's true, Nafla, you, you've fallen. But there will come a time when Am Yisrael won't, ha- won't have any more, you read this. Kum besulis Yisrael. Then they'll rise. Not nafla loisaisiv kum, they'll never rise again. No, nafla, but then loisaisiv. They won't continue. There will come a time when kum, Basulis Yisrael, Am Yisrael will get up and never fall again. Very beautiful Gemara. Amr Nachamar Yitzchak. So the Heliger Nachamar Yitzchak says, Afilu hachi, even though he initially left it out because at first glance it looks like an afila is not a good thing. Then David Amelach decided to incorporate the letter Nun. Beruach HaKadosh says, wasn't like a conscious thing. He put it in there. In the next Pasuk, Nun can be seen in the context of a Kodesh Baruch who supported those who have fallen, which seems to draw on the, on the interpretation of Ma'arava, the Eretz Yisrael Dika Kuk, the Eretz Yisrael Dika lens on this Pasuk. Because there will come a time when that Nun of Nefilah is seen as part and parcel of a Kodesh Baruch who is holding you. Nafla Yisrael. Kum Basulis Yisrael. Also to point out, the letter Nun itself has two forms. Nun Kafuf and Nun Pshuta. Right? There's the bent over Nun, and then there's the Nun, we call it the end of Nun, Nun Sofit, right? the long Nun. And in Kabbalah we learn that the letter Nun that's bent is hinting always to Gullus. It's hunched over. It's not, not fully expanded. It's small. It's constricted. The long Nun is already a school. It's Aylam Haba. It's Bina. It's... it's Endless expansion. There's no beginning, there's no end. So you find that the letter Nun con, uh, uh, con, uh, contains within it these two elements as well. Fila, but, or, or, it's, or it's the ultimate rising. Which also alludes back to the Yud and the Mem, which is Gematria Nun, of these two strange words, Yuvul and Mabel. The letter Nun seems to be a contrasting letter, but the Shem Yishmuel puts it together. It says the Eligasachachavr, the Shem Yishmuel, the letter Nun, like we just learned from the Gemara, right? Like the Gemara that we just learned. The letter Nun hints to Nefila to falling. Like we just learned. Why is there no letter Nun in Ashrei? Because it talks about falling, it talks about descending, it talks about not succeeding. But then says the Sami Shmuel, what I think are, are such important words. There is no such thing as a falling in the context of the Jewish soul, or the Jewish nation certainly, 
that's behechlet, that's absolute, that's forever. Ela nitman ba Yeshua asi says. This is already a whole new perspective. It's not that there was falling up until a certain point, then boom, the interpretation of Eretz Yisrael kicks in, and now it's time to rise. These are not two separate things. It's not mabel and yivul. Seen with deeper eyes, we're able to understand that that experience of nefila already contains within it the seeds of the Aliyah. Amazing thing. I'll read those lines again. They're not bold in the original. I bolded them here. Elonitman umechusaba Yeshua asidabiyasar says, hidden within that falling is the ultimate salvation that's going to be BS or says with even a stronger drive. As a Sha'amra Kasov, Altis Michiavati Kamti, the Pasik says, Don't rejoice, my enemy over me. Now, on a simple level, you read it, Kinafalti, even though I fell, Kamti, I'll rise up again. But he says, That even though, like, after I fell, no, I'll peek and I'll get up. No. The rising is not something disjointed and separate from the experience of a descent, of breaking apart, of confusion, of difficulty, of challenge. Hidden within the nefila is the potential for an even greater process of rectification. And just like it is in Kalalias, so it is in each prat. Even each and every little challenge and particle of our life that fails, that we find is not going, and it's challenging, and it's and it's struggle, and, and it's and it's fraught with struggle. Taman ba'inyan kima, hidden within there is already the seed for a kima, for a great success. That's even greater, specifically because of the challenge, specifically because of the of the of the initial failure. And here, these all important words. It's like like if you could get a tattoo, you know, like this, like these are words I tattoo, you know, on my chest or on my arm. Listen to this: Vahamaschil al davar a person that's awake to davar to something good, who's able to see beyond the surface. So all my chesed is about. We'll get to that in a minute. Yariach takef benefila can already begin to smell in the throes and in the darkness of a failure. Is that a beautiful line? Can already begin to sense, but he uses the word smell, the kima the ultimate rising. Even in a moment of, of failure, when we know that we have standards and we know that we're striving for a certain level, we know we're working on something, we know we're trying, we know we're getting there. Hey, good morning, brother. Hey, great to see you. Thanks for coming. We know we're trying to get to a certain place. It's true. And then... Rashtus, we're overcome with so just our humanity that takes over. Like the Gemara in Saita says, right? A person doesn't fail unless there's like a spirit of folly that takes over him. We're human beings. Already in that moment, to the conscious being that's striving, that's trying to grow, we can already say, okay, there's ancient Yishbadunklah. And on the contrary, I have an even greater degree of commitment or sense of desire after this to say, let me make things right, as right as I can make them on a practical level. Okay, examine what led to this situation where I got angry or I spoke Lashonara, I failed or I fell or I acted below my standard. 
how can I how can I rectify that? That means that hidden already within the nefila is the is the is the scent of the aliyahs, the scent of Yeshua. But here the Beis Yaakov of Ishbitz puts this together in the most miraculous way. Mamish in the most miraculous way. This will wrap up. It's brought from the Ariyah Kadosh. What a privilege to learn it with you guys. Thank you so much. It means so much to me, each and every one of you for coming, honestly. It's like, I can't tell you how, how really my heart is bursting and overflowing with Simcha right now. Because this is what we need, I think. You know, this is what we need. Just a group of Yidin that really wants to do it, you know, for real. It's ready. Ready to get in, get into Yiddishkeit. Mamish. So he says like this, that Rizal says, a perish al kilo himtir, that original Pusik that we started with, that says that rain hadn't fallen. Why? Because man was not around to pray for it, like we learned from Rashi. Says that a crazy thing. What does it mean, Kiloi Himtir? Why hadn't rain fallen? Because no rain, because no, I'm sorry, why didn't anything grow? Because no rain fell, says the, says the Arizal. You know what that rain is? Kiloi Hayo'oid Hamabu. Shocking thing. The Arizal learns that those words, because rain hadn't fallen, are a reference to the Mabu. Think of it. Nothing had grown because the Mabu hadn't happened yet. Makashur. What shaykh? On the contrary, we learn. It's the two opposite things. Yivul and mabuls don't go together. Ubir davar zehu. But the Beis Yaakov explains. Ki inin shama b'gemara. The Gemara tells us in Chagigah ki gaara. Because roaring and an angry, you know, sort of expression. Hu echel manadvarim shakadosh baruch hu bara behemes ha'ilam is one of the things with which HaKadosh Baruch who created his world. Ubiyaz ki siyach hasadarim zlitfila v'avaydah. Because things sprouting in the field is a reference to growth, spiritual growth, things working out, uh, being able to daven properly like Be'ez Hashem. We will this morning, Be'ez Hashem. And to serve Hashem properly with learning and with simcha and with expansiveness and with love and with depth. Hainu ischabras, to live a connected life. When everything just lines up and your life is a unified achas of kvot shamayim, mission-oriented. We know what we're about. We know what we're here for. That's siach That means it's a reference to growth. All the plants that hadn't grown yet because it hadn't rained, which that result says is the mabul. For a person to have real yira, which of course fear is a very... Small translation of Yira means awe, to be totally like aware of Hashem all the time. It's Yira. Yira Shamayim. That's what it means. Like fear of heaven. Yira is unbelievable. Like you're standing in front of the Niagara Falls. You're overwhelmed. It's awesome to live our lives in a state of awe. See, Three things Hashem gave Am Yisrael, all of them come through pain. And one of them is the Beis HaMikdash. You want to talk success in Abedus Hashem? The symbol for it is the Beis HaMikdash. It only comes through Yisurim first. What kind of Yisurim? A person does not experience success in Divrei Torah unless unless a person has a challenge, doesn't make it, doesn't succeed. Says the Beis Yaakov, that's the Yisurim that's referenced in the Gemara that says that the Beis HaMikdash only comes through Yisurim, one of three things. 
And he explains that's pshat, that nothing could grow, a reference to spiritual growth, if there wasn't a mablia. Unbelievable. Unbelievable what we're learning here. But the Ariya Kaddish is hinting to us. You know why nothing grew? Because rain didn't fall. What kind of rain? The most destructive shetef of an uncontrollable human urge to break past every boundary. And the experience of the brokenness that comes, daika through feeling like we're, we, we haven't made it, we haven't met our goal. Because anything that's deeply rooted for real, mamish deeply rooted, not stam, okay, I'm a yid, I put on tefillin, we're talking kvias, like mamish kvias, that you're a Jew for your whole eternity, right? and, 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 and that's our identity, and that's who we are, ba'omek. Takes a lot of patience. Takes a lot of patience. Doesn't happen in a day. Tremendous amount of savlanas. Self-savlanas. And that's why it was necessary to bring the mabel, which is shaking the world in a thousand ways. So everything can ultimately get stronger after that. Says the Beis Yaakov, Mamish, man's ultimate purpose of davening for rain to fall in its constricted form can only come after there's first the descent that begins with the Nachash, which is rooted in Akrav, we'll get to that in a minute, that then leads to the ultimate experience of the Darhamabal, Brings about what was the what was the thing of the Daramabal? Hashchasa. Just total waste, total, total in every area, stealing and just a breakdown of all boundaries. A breakdown of all boundaries. The opposite of what man was supposed to do. To keep things in constriction, bring down a certain amount of rate, okay, then things could be produced. But the mabel is part of the process. Let's finish up. Says the Saskar. This whole month is connected to the concept of reyach, like we learned. And he says, just like the first base HaMikdash we learned was completed in this month, this month is not empty. This month is reserved. It's not empty. It's not an empty month. It's a reserved month. What's it reserved for? The Binyan Beis HaMikdash HaShlishim. By hand of, of Mashiach, who's connected to the sense of smells, the Pasuk says, that he will smell things out. He has a good sense of smell, smell Mashiach. What's Makashur's my, my sense of smell? What do we learn from the Shemishmo? That a person in the throes of an Ephila is able to what? Is able to smell the Kimahasida. To look beyond the surface. That's the whole Indian of Mashiach. Mashiach comes to a broken world and is able to smell the way in which everything is moving toward completion in a million ways. When things are breaking apart, that's when things are coming together. When there's a mabel, that's when you're on the road to evil. That's the Indian of Mashiach. Mashiach is also connected to the letter Nun, as the Gemara tells us in Sanhedrin. Tebei Rabbi Omar, Yinun Shemai. The name of Mashiach is Yinun. Shanamar, the Pasik says, may his name be forever, which really means before the sun, shall his name go out. But ultimately, it's a reference to Shlomo But he says, this is a reference to Mashiach. So you see an amazing thing, but this will come to an end. 
the word that we learned in the beginning, and that pasuk that we started with is the concept of the chosiyach hasadeh, produce, which is an element of things growing, which is an element of production, and the world coming to its fruition with Mashiach, who's misakin what Adam it messes up, and is able to see beyond the failure to be able to sense that there's something deeper happening. That word, siyach, is the shirish of the word Mashiach, right? Which is Mesiach, Masiach, right? The speaker, which is the Tikkun of Adam Rishon, who's supposed to daven for rain, and needs to daven, and needs to play a role in this life in a productive sense without just letting things slide. We have a mission, we have a purpose to be conscious of. But Mashiach, crazily enough, is exactly Gematria and Nachash. Mashiach and Nachash have the same Gematria, Nachash being Akrov, which the Sefer Yitzir says is also rooted in this month. Why do they have the same Gematria? Because Mashiach fixes what the Nachash broke. And Mashiach is the Tikkun for the Nachash. Come and hear an amazing thing. What did we learn about the Ois Nun in and of itself? Not a good letter. Not a good letter. David Amalek leaves it out of Ashrei. But we learned that the ingredients of the letter Nun hints to a very beautiful process. Mabel, that then leads to Yivul breaking in our lives that ultimately then leads to an even greater kima if we're able to smell it. Come and see Boyere'e Pile Plies. Sure, Mashiach is Gematria Nachash, but how? Because where Nachash has a letter Nun, Mashiach has a Mem and a Yud. Mem for Mabel, Yud for Yud. Pile Plies. Pile Plies. Built into the word Mashiach, who comes to fix up the Nachash, whose whole Indian was to get Adam out of that constricted kind of lifestyle where it was goal-oriented to produce produce. That that's the whole Indian of the Nachash. That's the letter Nun of just Nefila. Mashiach is able to see the whole process. And Hanami, there's a model. There's also Yuvul that comes at the end. Let's finish up, says the Gemara in Sanhedrin. Ah, Gimel Boyim Three things come. With Hesach Adas, Mashiach, Metziah, Va'akrov. These three things. Akrov comes by Hesach Adas, like we just learned, because that's when the Akrov creeps in. So the Akrov slips in when a person's not conscious. But Mashiach also comes in this way. You can't even tell. You don't even see the whole process yet. Things are happening. And when it seems like things are falling apart, no. That's the seed for things coming back together. And then it's the greatest mitzvah in the world to find all the things you thought you lost and to find that you didn't lose them. They were planted. They were hidden. And then they mamish grew in the deepest way. And so just to end, this mamish is the month of Cheshire. It's an amazing thing. The energy of this month is incredible. It's a messianic month. I, but it doesn't look like anything. Sure, if you're, if you're looking through the lens of Nicholas Hatayra, there's nothing in this month. There's no Yamtev, there's no Kedushat. No. The lens of Panemia Hatayra, this month is bursting. This month is bursting. This month where everything is dying. This month where all the trees are falling off, all the leaves are falling off the tree, when things are getting colder, when things seem to be shutting down, and the days are so short, it's dark. Is mamish to those that know the secret of the end, of the coming, coming revelation, which this is a part of, we are a part of, this kind of learning is a part of, this kind of davening is a part of. They're able to sense the way in which mamish This month is the Bechina of Evan Ma'asu Haboinim, the stone that's just cast away. That nefila, that, that failure, 
is the crowning jewel in the whole building, in the whole edifice. And then, like we're going to sing in Hallel, we're able to say after that, wow, me'es Hashem ha'isazais. Who would have known? But the whole the thing of the marble it ultimately led to a Yavul. And who could have known? Me'es Hashem it's all. It was all part of a divine plan. It's all part of the story of our lives that's unfolding through our every moment. We didn't know about it. Mashiach Akrof this, this is the Indian. This is the Indian of, of Cheshvan. This is Mamash the Indian of Cheshvan. And uh, Shibizaycha, to have a good sense of smell. And this month, to have a good sense of smell. Like the Sefer Yitzir says, the month of Cheshvan is the sense of smell. Shibizaycha, and that's in that way, to battle this Indian of the Akra, which is the Nachash, which is the letter Nun, to tap into the spirit of Mashiach, which is Mem Yud, Mayim, and Yavul, that's the Tikkun for the Nun of Nachash. Believe in the whole process. Believe ancient Yishvalim Klal. Believe leaves fall off a tree only to enable the tree to get more strength and yearn so that it can burst forth in the spring again, and there will always be a spring after a winter, always a dawn after a night. And ultimately, we should be Zorcha in this month of Cheshvan, of Bull, Beis Vavlamit, to see the ultimate Yavul, the ultimate produce, with the coming of Mashiach Tzedkenu. Bimheir b'yameinu, amen v'amen l'chaim. Let's start out with l'chaim, 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 l'chaim.